0: Every day the future's getting closer. Welcome to Master the NEC, where we talk about the National Electrical Code and all things electrically related. My name is Paul Abernathy, your host, and welcome to today's podcast. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Master the NEC where we talk about the National Electrical Code and all things electrically related. My name is Paul Abernathy, your host. Welcome to our podcast. Now, if you're tuning into today's podcast because you want to hear some electrical code or electrical knowledge, i am I'm, if you haven't found out now by reading the title of this podcast, I hate to disappoint, but today we're going to talk about my experience with Camping World, and I wanted to spill some of the... Uh, BS that I read online from some of these, quote, so-called experts in the RV industry um, that are generally sponsored, if you will, uh, by uh, people that are in the RV industry. Um, everybody knows that Master the NEC and all the stuff that I do for the National Electrical Code isn't sponsored by anybody. It's sponsored by me. Uh, I simply provide the information based on my over 30 years of, of experience in the electrical industry. I don't know it all but I've been around the block, and I like to share, and I like to teach, and I've helped thousands and thousands and thousands of people, and I've got the emails to prove it, the text messages to prove it. I've helped them obtain their license and go on to better their families, to teach them electrical, and and that's what my goal is. However, in this industry, as the CEO and President of Electrical Code Academy Incorporated, uh, and I also work for a large corporation as well, I sometimes run across things that really make me cringe. It's like a an overt effort to bring down a company uh, when the company is just doing what it normally would do as a normal company to create profits. And, and that's what we're here for. This is not a socialist nation, at least yet. Uh, we're here to, to, uh, to, to be in business to make a profit. But we're not in business to screw people. However, we also have to understand that there are bad apples and every corporation has bad apples. And sometimes it's hard for the oversight of the corporation to weed out these bad apples. And so it's it's a painstaking process that has to take place. But with that said, let's talk a little bit about what's got me kinda ticked off a little bit. And of course, I'm gonna have a video uh, I don't do a lot of videos anymore but I will to have a video dedicated directly to this and I'm going to call out individuals uh, specifically because um, because it really it's I find some of the stuff posted misleading and assumptions at best. so let's talk about it to, a little bit today so most people know that uh, you know I'm I'm uh, in my I uh, just turned 50 or I'll turn 50 here in, in June uh, and my wife's about 18 years older than me. It was truly love at first sight. Age didn't matter. Um, And uh, my lifelong mission is to take care of her and take care of my family. Uh, and, uh, and, and, And in doing so, I invested recently, and I've I've owned one before. And about four years ago, I sold it. I'm talking about a travel trailer. And then I moved to Texas, uh, and um, of course, we sold our bass boat as well. Um, Didn't think we would come out here and want to do all those things. Kind of crazy how that works. If we loved doing camping and fishing back when we were in Virginia, what did we? What made us think we wouldn't want to do that in Texas? Um, So we came out to Texas, and here five years later, guess what? I'm looking at the clock. I'm looking at the difference in age. I'm looking at life in general. And as much as I love codes and much as I love what I do, traveling all over the country, teaching engineers and training, um, life is short. Uh, And I want to have weekends. I want to have vacations. Uh, And again, I've told many people on podcasts before that my career sacrificed my relationships uh, with my son and others through the years because I put work first. Um, and that was wrong, and so uh, my son's 21, he wants to go camping with us, he's got his girlfriend, uh, we love her to death, um, we, my wife wants to go again, and so we're going, so in my efforts to do this, I went shopping for Travel Trailer, now I went looking around at different uh, places, again I'm in the northern Texas area, and I knew what I was looking for, I knew the kind of style that I wanted, uh, I'm not like a naive shopper, um i knew what i wanted and i was able to find a travel trailer uh that met the things that i needed bunkhouse style uh love the floor plan um i'm a little leery of slides i never had slides before but you know what hey might as well jump in um they've been around a while now um and being in the engineering field i figured you know what they've engineered these things by now they know a little bit about what they're doing so anyway i did my research um Obviously, um, I had a little bit of money to put down, uh, but I was going to finance. And I really didn't care whether I financed it through the dealership or at my bank because I didn't plan on going the full length of time anyway. I'm going to pay it off earlier. Um, But, you know, I knew the interest rate wouldn't be as good as going through my bank, but my credit rating is up over 800. So I figured, you know, shouldn't be any problem. I pay my bills on time and everything's good. So I went shopping and I couldn't find the camper I want. And then I happened to run across a 2019 uh, 263BH that was at the Camping World of Sherman, Texas. So I said, okay. You know, I I grew up in a car dealership family. My father was a car salesman. I know the ropes. I've (laughs) bought my first vehicle from my father. Uh, You know, so I mean, I I get it. Everybody's got to make a living, and, and I understand it. Some people don't like it. They want to cheapen everything so that the person doing the selling doesn't actually make anything because they think that makes them feel like they won. Everybody's got to make money in a deal. That's, that's capitalism, right? We're not a socialist nation yet. Anyway, so I decided to get in touch with Camping World, um, and uh, it's a good thing that I did not go online and really start searching reviews. Now, people say, oh, you got to do that. Oh, you got to do that. Look, I'm a pretty good judge of character. Uh, And when I go meet with somebody, I can tell whether they're full of crap or not, or they're feeding me something that's not true, or, you know, or I feel like I can take it at what it's face value and work from there. Um, But I can tell you right now, there are people right now, and I'll go into my experience, but um, I went online, and after I went and looked at the camper, um, and again, uh, I don't get emotionally invested in things like this. Um, I can take it or leave it. In other words, I can walk away. And you really need to have that mentality when you're going searching for a campers. Look, if you don't get what you want, and you don't feel like you came out as a as a beneficial at both parties, and then, then walk away, you're the only one to blame. If you walk out of a deal and you're not happy with it, okay, nothing ventured, nothing gained. Okay, you're going to have to do. You don't just go online and read reviews and not experience it. Why? Because I can tell you from first-hand experience that when you tick somebody off, they will tell 50,000 people. If you do something good for somebody, they are reluctant to tell anybody. It's like, okay, I've got my what I need and I'm going to go on. Uh, There's very few people that will go out of their way to toot other people's horn. And so it's it's very disheartening in the society where everybody immediately jumps. Now, that's not to say people have bad experiences. I'm not saying that at all. Again... Every dealership, whether it's RV, whether it's automobile, or whatever it is, you're going to have good apples and you're going to have bad apples. Okay, uh, A corporation that owns all their dealerships cannot understand fully what goes on in every dealership. If you don't understand that, then you don't know how business works. Because it is tough to find out as from the top level of a company, to know everything that your people do. Yeah, that's tough. Now you ask, why is there turnover? Because sometimes the corporations do find out what some people do, and they get rid of them. Okay, so you're only as good as the people that have the boots on the ground. Um, but uh, so let me get back to the online. So when you start going online, and we'll use Camping World for an example, uh, a company that's been around for many years um, that has acquired a lot of RV dealerships around the country as they grew, um, and they. Are really an RV supplier. They're they're a dealer. They're they're a car lot. It's no different than where my dad worked in a car dealership. He's not the manufacturer. He's just selling the car. He can't give any warranties on something that he didn't make. Okay, the warranties have to come from the manufacturer. Now. We're only as good as the manufacturer. It just so happens that in the RV industry, some of the manufacturers, and there are only a few who make so many different lines, that it, it, it's kind of like a monopoly, if you will. But it is what it is. That's nothing to stop another company that makes RVs from coming up and making an RV. Okay, So you've got a large manufacturer in Indiana that makes RVs, and they supply those RVs to the dealerships whether it's a privately owned dealership or it's one that's owned by Corporate Camping World. Okay, pretty simple concept, right? Well, when you go shopping, you're shopping for the RV. They are simply selling you the RV. Now, are there some salesmen who are uh, overly aggressive or misleading than others? Absolutely. Absolutely. Same in in the automobile industry. It's not... reflection on the corporate it's a reflection on that person's individual needs to feel that they have to mislead somebody okay Um, so in our case we went to Camping World of Sherman Texas and I got a a gentleman a salesman named Billy Billy was very honest and I'll just keep it his first names Uh, Billy was very honest straightforward didn't try to sell us anything only showed the camper that I was willing to see um didn't try to mislead us in any way now granted i was very aggressive with billy in a sense that look i'm not here to play any games up front okay some people say well see there's a difference paul you stated your line in the sand up front what's to stop you from doing that if you don't do it shame on you okay just like when i go buy a car i make it really clear i'm not in here to do it play any games this is what i'm here to get you're not my friend we're not here to form a relationship. I'm here to buy something. Okay? They're there to sell me something. Are they sometimes held to up charges and trying to sell you other things? Absolutely. What automobile dealership in the country do you know doesn't do that? I'm going to give you a great example. I bought a Ford truck, and I bought it from a dealership down here in North Texas, and I can tell you right now, they sold me this auto butler thing. They're going to clean my car, clean it every six months and all that. All right? I wasn't satisfied with it, but I didn't go all over the place bashing it. Okay, I did have a problem with the fact that every time I go into service, I'd have an appointment scheduled, and they would say, "Mr. Abernathy, we don't have you down. We don't have you down." Finally, I said, "I didn't. I said, forget it. <laughs> you know, I'll just clean it myself." Um, but that doesn't mean that's not a valued service. When they did use the auto butler, it was great. It worked fine. Um, so again, every dealership's different. Every can have. Everybody can have something to be ticked off about. Every service department can have problems, I get it, but here's the thing I want to address, so you go online and you start doing some searching, and what you'll have is, you'll have a a very well-known radio show, podcast, or whatever, uh, and it's in the RV industry, and he's giving out advice and whatnot, and in the background, he's got a sponsor of his show which the sponsor of the show is an RV dealership that is very vocal, have their own separate videos that are bashing Camper World. Now, here's the problem. When you're selling something and you're bashing somebody else's, you have to take it for a grain of salt. That doesn't raise the level of your honesty. Trust me, it doesn't, okay? So when you have to do that, you don't see Camping World doing episodes bashing their competitor. Why is that? Because there's always that David to the Goliath, right? Somebody wants to feel like they got to take down the big dog, okay? That's what you're getting here. So when you watch it and then you'll have people chime in and say, yes, don't go here. Yes, they suck or yeah, yeah, yeah. You're only seeing those people that dwell in their own misery because they've had an experience that was negative. But you'll never see somebody post something that's positive, or very rarely do you see it. Because that's just the nature of humans. They don't want to do that. They're more eager to go say something negative. I'm the opposite. If somebody does a good job with me, I become loyal. Because I give somebody 100% of my trust. It's up to you to take it away. Now, if you start taking them away, it's very hard to get that trust back. Okay, So... I am not denying that these people online, some of them had bad experiences, but let's talk about a couple experiences. One experience in the guy went crazy about the length of time he had to wait to get his RV fixed, um, and so he blamed Camping World. The reality is, Camping World simply rep- has to do the warranty process through the manufacturer. They're not in the business to give stuff away. Who would do that? That's that's not a good business model. Um so when something breaks or something that's under the manufacturer warranty, it takes time for the manufacturer to get that part to them. They don't control that that process. Now you might want it to be overnight, you might be want it to be in a couple of days. You don't control that. They don't control that. Okay? You need to be griping to the manufacturer. Any defects you find in products, you need to gripe to the manufacturer. Camping World is not a manufacturer. Okay? All right. So anyway, I, and I can tell you, I'm going to go into my experience for those that have listened. uh, I'll go into my experience of Camping World and what I encountered. And I do have my RV at, uh, my travel trailer at the Camping World right now. And I didn't have it but one day. And you're thinking, wow, Paul, you only had it one day and you had to take it back. No, 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 no. It was not Camping World's fault. It was partially my fault because I didn't do my thorough walkover. And secondly, it came from the factory. And in all fairness, the factory stepped up and they're going to be fixing the problem and sending a replacement part. How long is that going to take? I don't know. I don't know, but I do know that the people at Camping World uh, have contacted me almost on a daily basis to give me updates. And you know what? That's sometimes all I can ask for. All right. Uh, so let's, you know, let's get on back to where we're talking about. So let's talk about the extended service plans. That's another thing I get from people. All right. So many people do not read the contracts that they sign. Uh, first of all, let's talk about extended service plans. Prior to going in, uh, I did my research in a sense that I was like, okay, I went in there thinking I'm not going to get an extended plan. I'm going to do a self-insure it, take care of it myself. I was really only worried about the slide. My travel trailer is pretty simple, so it's not like some of them. Uh, obviously, you get a, something that's a, a RV, motor coach, uh, that service plan is going to be quite expensive. There's a lot of working parts on those motorhomes. It Obviously, it stands to reason the price of an ESP is going to be different, okay, Based on the cost of your rig, I get it. But prior to that, I did go online and get quotes from Wholesale Warranty, uh, a couple other ones, um, and I got and I got good Sam's uh, online. And when I went to the dealership, I was firmly not going to because I can get an extended service plan at any time, right? You don't have to do it when you purchase it. I can get it at any time, Um, and they don't push you either way. But I'm not going to. I'll get into that in a minute. So. I already knew going in what the costs generally were for this new rig and what we were going to do. Um, So when I got there, um, funny thing is, I'm I'm kind of a guy that knows finance pretty well, simple compound interest. So I had a little calculator out, and the finance guy at Camping World, his name is Tom. Again, I'll just leave first names. Super, super guy. And it it sent Marcus Leonis, if you're watching, good hire. That was a great, honest guy. And uh, I sat down and I pulled out my, my app on my phone with the finance calculator, and I set it right there on the table. Because remember, I between the time that I went and looked and the time that I came back to do the financing, where they were going to clean it up and fix all the little issues that I wanted fixed, I had started watching these videos online. And I was like, oh my God, what in the world am I getting into? You know, I started reading this stuff and I was like, oh my God. So then I started doing a little more research. Uh, working for a large corporation, I started doing some additional research on warranties and back claims and things like that. So, so anyway, long story short, I sat in front of it and I put this out there and I said, you know what? Your numbers need to jive with my numbers uh, or I'm just going to walk away because I'm not emotionally invested in it. And uh, he was fair, quick. He's like, we're not here to do that. That's not how we do business. Um, And I'm like, excellent. And we went through the process. um, And I say I even taught him a few things because he stated that. Uh, At the end of the day, my numbers matched exactly his numbers. And when it got to the end, he said, are you interested? Because that's their policy. They have to talk about it. It makes sense. They're, They're there to make money, people. Come on. They're not there to give you the greatest deal and break even. That's the stupidest thing that I've read online about it. So, and again, the campers that they sell are the same type of campers you're going to find at any dealership. There's very few manufacturers of RVs, okay? Even the Coleman is a branding of a Dutchman that are made by one specific manufacturer that's a large manufacturer. Come on, people, wake up a little bit. They give you a good deal, not because they get the duds, They get you a good deal because of the volume that they sell. So I went in there and, uh, you know, just being me and I read everything and I understand that there's exclusions. I get it. There's a lot of exclusions in these warranties. You know what? Let me talk of insurance companies. We have insurance for everything. I think insurance is a scam in itself. However... It's an it's I shouldn't say It's a necessary evil. We have to have insurances. We have health insurance, we have car insurance, we have RV insurance, we have boat insurance. Crap happens. Murphy's law. So, I was prepared at some point. I was going to get an extended warranty. Yes, I know it doesn't cover cosmetics. and I'm only worried about the real significant things. And you know what? Be honest with you. When I pay for an insurance plan, I never really, and this is just me, I never really intend to use it. Or I hope I never have to use it. Okay? I don't mind paying for it. But I don't never, I hope that I never have to use it. Because I understand dealing with insurance is always a pain. Period. Okay? Um, So, anyway. I go to this, and he offers me the extended plan, and it's a five-year. And I say, you know, I'm not interested in five-year. I found other ones that be that are seven-year that are close to the same price or, you know, whatever. You know, negotiation. Everything's a negotiation. So he went back and come back and said, how about we do it for seven years or $100 more? I said, you know, that sounds like a great deal, uh, but I also want the tire package, which was six ninety nine or something like that, whatever it was. And I said, but I'm not willing to pay that because some of the programs I find include it. He says, no, I agree. And and, and there's different levels of everything. And again, he didn't pressure me. So ultimately, I ended up paying something like $1,800 for a seven-year extended service plan. Okay, now let's talk about the extended service plan. Did you read it? Yes, I know there's exclusions. Yes, I Look, here's some of the biggest crap that I see all the time. Take your rooftop. You have a TPO rooftop. Uh, roof rubber roof or something like that and you'll notice that if you look at the warranty on that from the manufacturer they'll cover 100 for one year and it gets prorated every year after that and it never covers the labor ever okay uh, and most of these roofs in these extended service plans are not covered under the warranty anyway um, there's certain little things your your refrigerator it's covered under a one year warranty but what happens after that um So many people don't maintain their equipment. They don't take it back to the dealership once every year. In Texas, it has to be inspected every year, so you might as well get everything done. Do they charge for it? Absolutely. Do they make money on it? Absolutely. I'm an electrician by trade, master electrician. I get paid for my work. I don't work for free, okay, just because I get videos and podcasts away for free on my websites doesn't mean i'm working all the time for free okay somebody's got to make a living whether you think you're gouging or not that's speculative on your end. you do what you feel you got to do what you agree uh, at the end of the day they set their prices it is what it is, and it's even across the board um. Everything always has some type of negotiation in it, I find, but for the most part, it is what it is, and you know what it is when you go into it. So I bought this extended service plan, not for the $6,000 that I hear other people, but again, it's all relevant to the cost of your rig, I guess. Um, At the end of the day, it was cheaper than the third-party ones that I found online. In fact, it was cheaper than the Good Sam's one that I quoted online. Okay. Um, So, did I get it? Absolutely. Did I roll it into the financing? Absolutely. I paid a certain amount down and I financed the balance over 120 months. Uh, again, my credit rating is impeccable. So I was looking at what kind of interest rate they're going to come back. Um, was I 100% pleased with the interest rate? Not really. It was just a hair over 6%. For my credit, I would expect it much better. But you know what? It's a luxury item okay you could drive this off somewhere and stow it somewhere and nobody would ever be able to find it and the bank's taking an assumed risk here so it's going to be a little bit higher interest rate you know what it doesn't matter to me because the interest we're talking about over the length of that loan was only about four thousand dollars i'm going to pay that off early anyway so it doesn't matter to me so i paid a certain amount down did the financing not a big deal um, wasn't any hiccups so far uh, again I'll keep everybody posted but I didn't have any experiences that were negative in it Tom was a great guy he didn't try to oversell me anything in fact if I didn't want the extended policy he was you know he was like okay that's you know it's up to you you know you know he knew that you could buy him elsewhere and so look not every finance guy is the same okay so again I'll tell you Marcus if you're listening Tom guy the finance guy you should have him reiterate his experience with me and you could roll that out nationwide with a training video of how you treat customers and you know what you got a winner there because he is definitely amazing and wasn't misleading at all um and so again every person's different okay so anyway So my experience with Billy, my experience with Tom was good. Uh, Never once did I meet the actual GM or the manager, you know, the the one that runs the whole thing. I didn't need to. Um, So next I did my, you know, so one thing to remember is always do your walk around before you sign papers. And never take the trailer away from the site until all the things are fixed. Be willing to walk away. Now, this has nothing to do with camper. This is any RV. Be willing to walk away, folks. Don't be so emotionally invested. Okay, that's the biggest mistake that you can make. So in my scenario, I walked out and I had a guy named Chris, very funny guy, um, who walked me through everything and we looked through all the parts, make sure everything was working, water heater, blah, blah, everything was working and it, it, me being in the inspection industry for many, many years, an inspection is only good at the time that you do the inspection. Things change over time. So while I was there, everything worked. I tested the water, I tested the air conditioning, I tested the burners, uh, I tested the stove, I tested the ac i looked at the roof i looked at the seals i looked at the awning i looked at underneath the the leaf springs i looked at everything but when the slide out was out i didn't look at the top of the slide out because it was storming that day and i didn't see any water marks uh, but it was storming and i got up on everything and i just failed to look at the roof. so uh, anyway so chris did a wonderful job uh there was no signs of leaking anywhere So anyway, um, Chris did a great job. I was pleased. I went in and said, I want to know when all this stuff is fixed because the awning wouldn't go up because of a screw. Uh, it's, it's normal stuff, and he fixed it. Uh, I asked for the top to get caulked. You know, I hate roofs on RVs anyway because just like they're just a the weakest link to everything. Uh, water's detrimental to everything. So I was looking at it, and I didn't like some of the ceiling at the corners. Again, it has absolutely nothing to do with camping oil. It has everything to do with the manufacturing. Um, and he fixed it. No questions asked. Um, so um, I was satisfied. I took ownership of it. Um, and uh, pulled the camper away and, and left. When I got to my storage place, um, I was putting out the slide and everything uh, to see, you know, everything. And, again, while I was there, I moved that slide in and out, in and out, in and out while I was on the Camping World site. Because I wanted to hear some things. I kind of knew what I was hearing, anything that was binding. Um, anyway, it was, sounded great, fine. Again, we're not talking a $100,000 rig here. So, I mean, but, again, it's, it's hard-earned money. Um, so then when I got there, so I called up uh, my, my sales guy and I said, look, I noticed that this wiper flap is not touching the top of the slide. Uh, and he goes, I will check and see whether or not that's normal or not. I mean, it's fair. Um, I kind of knew it wasn't, but he, he was great. He conveyed that message. And I got a call from a sales guy, uh, excuse me, the service manager, I believe his name is Justin. And Justin said, "Mr. Amnathy, bring that camper back on down." And people say, "Oh my God, that's an inconvenience, dude! You got to put it up to your truck anywhere to take it all over the country. What's the big deal?" Okay, now if you bought your camper four hours away, that's because you wanted to get the best deal. That's up to you. That that's sorry, okay, sorry. But in our case, it was twenty minutes down the road, so I went, hooked it back up, took it down there, and they looked at it. And people also gripe right now. They go, well, "Wait a minute." Camping World should have stood right away and made it right, right? Well, Camping World said, we're going to contact the manufacturer and we're going to make sure they'll tell us what to do with it. Now, in my mind, I'm thinking, well, I know it's got to be done. It's, it's just a little too short. They put the wrong flap on there or something. Um, but I respect the process, okay? And that's what I find online, a lot of negative stuff, is they don't respect the process. The process is camping world didn't make this rv they sold this rv there's tons of them on a lot they looked over everything everything looked okay they maybe they missed this flap big deal it happens here's the thing people are also saying that after your sale the salesman and everybody says that you are dead to them Well, I didn't experience that. Now, again, every dealership might be different, and I'm sure that one of the efforts throughout Camping World is that it should be to make sure that they treat every customer after the sale as they would before the sale. Yes, the salesman's not making any more money on you, but Camping World Holdings is making more because I intend to buy more stuff from Camping World. Okay, In fact, I did. I bought an Equalizer 2 from them, and I bought a... um, Uh, spare tire uh, kit from them Uh, and I will buy more stuff from them uh, because of my experience now again you earn 100% of my trust you're the only one that can take it away so far they've been very diligent now like I said once I got back to the storage I noticed this flap I contacted them just said bring it right away I brought it in did a wonderful job. They took it in. They put a marker on it and a label on it. I took a video, which everybody should do, of your entire camper so that you can see that if it's pristine when you bring it in, that it needs to be pristine when you take it out. That's simple business, people. And uh, again, it was only a couple days old, so uh, not a big deal. Um, and so I still, it's and it's now Tuesday of this week, uh, and again, today is only a Sunday. It will be one week, and it's not fixed yet. And uh, that's because they have to get the part from Indiana. They don't stock all these parts. They got tons of RVs out here. How could you stock every single piece that's necessary? Okay? So, into uh, the manufacturer's credit, they said, yes, it needs to be replaced and they will send a new one. So they're sending a new one and they're going to put it on. And when they call me, I'll pick it up. I, look, I'm, I understand we pay money for something and we want to use it but we're lighting up people. Patience. Now, I have read stories where people have had it for two months, three months for the laundry list of things. Look, I can't comment on that. That's your experience based on your dealership and how backlogged they might be or what kind of resistance they're getting from the manufacturer. Um, I know they sold it to you, but you have to understand they don't make the RV. They don't. Okay. So let's get back to this extended service plan. If you read the fine print in your extended service plan, you will see all the exclusions. People say, well, I don't read all that. I don't read all that. Well, that's your fault. Sit down and read it. Okay? you are in no hurry for you to sign any papers. Read it. One thing you will notice that the ESP plan with Good Sam's is actually administered by a company called United Service Protection Corporation, and they're located in St. Petersburg, Florida. It's also backed by an insurance that's A-plus rated that's who actually backs your ESP. I don't believe that Good Sam's pays for your warranty repairs. That would be kind of foolish, and I would not do that. Let me give you another analogy. If you're an insurance salesman and you sell a bunch of different carriers, you are making money off selling that policy, but you're not the one that's paying to administer the repairs that come under the warranty repair or insurance claim. That's being done by the carrier. The carrier in this case is being administered by United Service Protection Corp and the insurance company that's underwriting them. Okay, So I hear all these rumors uh, about bankruptcy in Good Sam's and Camping World Holdings. Let's talk about that for a second. Now, I watch videos, this RV wingman, um, and, 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 and he talks about Camping World Holdings going into bankruptcy. Could that happen? Absolutely. It happens with some of the other large companies out there we thought would never happen. Uh, Has their stock really dropped? Absolutely. It has. Um, Reality is stocks drop, go up and down all the time. And here's my thing about that. If Camping World Holdings goes into bankruptcy, that's a sad turn of events for a company that's been around for many years. I'm not going to sit here and prey on somebody's uh, negatives. I'm not going to jump on somebody's. and You say, well, it's a corporation. Who cares? Screw you. Look, it's a company that feeds people. There are people behind the scenes. There are dealers. There are salesmen. There are people that make a living doing this. And you're out there rooting for their failure because you read into some crystal ball that because their stock has dropped a certain number of percentages, or there was a stockholders meeting where somebody said that they're worried. Damn right I'd be worried. Our company I work for, stock goes up and down, and they worry all the time internally doesn't mean we're going into bankruptcy. But even if they did go into bankruptcy, there's a reason what happens when companies administer a policy and a policy is insured by an insurance provider. Okay? Now, I could be wrong, but I am no less right or wrong than the guy that's making these wild claims. Okay? Um, Because, look, if you start canceling your ESP, and I don't know what you paid for your ESP, I don't know what you got roped into, whether or not you went for the ultimate, or the premium, the, the standard, or whatever it is, uh, the salesman is a salesman. They're going to try to sell you on them. Uh, it is what it is. If you didn't do your due diligence and understand a little bit, that's shame on you. Don't blame anybody else. It's not a conniving um, salesman that's doing that, okay? It is somebody that's selling and following the policies of a company. How many times have you gone to Best Buy or some other company like that, and I love Best Buy, by the way, uh, and they try to sell you a warranty plan? And you just you have the right to say no, folks. You have the right to, to decline anything. You choose to accept it or you choose to deny it. It amazes me that people will go online, and yes, some people have bad experiences. I get it. And there's this thing called pissed off consumer or whatever it is and um, that is beneficial because there are some companies that can shyster people. But in reality is if you treat if you go with somebody with a negative response you're probably going to get a negative reply. You have to go in and understand the dynamics of the whole situation, okay? Now I'm going to get a lot of thumbs down here. I don't really care because I don't share my numbers anyway on that. So I don't care because I'm controversial anyway. But look, at the end of the day, you're not doing a service to a company that's been around for years. Um, Camping World Holdings, um, I don't know Marcus Leomas uh, uh, at all. I've never met him. Um, but he's the CEO of a company. And he does a show called The Prophet. Uh, he's into making profit. God bless America, Okay. But for you to think that he's into that to only make a profit at the expense of people out there buying RVs or buying these extended service plans, you've got to be a fool. Because that's not good business and that wouldn't have got him where he's at. Okay? Reality is he does care. He runs his businesses. All you got to do is watch the thing in North Carolina over the flag and realize that he stood this ground. He drew a line in the sand and he says, that flag stands for something and I'm going to leave it up. Okay? It means something. Somebody like me, it means something. Look, I chose to go to Camping World. I had a great experience. You might not have had an experience like that. Well, then you need to go to Camping World of Sherman, Texas, okay? You need to go there because at least in my experience, they took care of me. Now, we'll, we'll see how this goes down the road. I might have a different opinion on these ESPs down the road. I don't know. But I'm going to tell you right now, so far the manufacturers stepped up and fixed the problem that they knew it was theirs. They could have denied it and said, well, you already bought it now, buddy. They didn't, okay? Okay? It's still in there. This might change when I go back to pick it up. Um, I don't know. But I'm going to tell you what. In my experience, don't believe everything that you read online. Do not believe when somebody says they're an RV expert that they don't have an ulterior motive. Okay, All you got to do is look at the sponsor behind them to realize that they have an ulterior motive. All you have to do is also see that the individual who owns the company that is sponsoring does their own videos that are misleading. Let me give you another example. There was a video put out by a camping world other than... Camping World, it begins with a C, but not Camping World, uh, it's named after Indians, I'll leave it at that, and he does a video where they go over the cost sheet, and there's so many itemized things down there that you get hit, battery, whatever, look, I had a battery on mine, didn't charge me for the battery, it was included in it. Didn't charge me any freight charges, didn't charge me any cleaning charge, didn't charge me none of that. It was all part of buying that RV. Um, the only thing I paid was taxes and it was right on. Six and a quarter percent in the state of Texas, it was exactly right on. Uh, there was n- uh, titles and taxes were exactly right on because I happen to know what those were in Texas. Look. They didn't go out of their way to put some kind of bogus charges on there. They didn't put anything on that document, and they didn't finance anything that I wasn't prepared for. In fact, the finance guy said, once you get the finance information from the bank, it, it is not the same as what's in your truth and lending statement. You contact us right away. Okay? Now, people are going to say, yeah, sure they're going to say that. Dude, I'd already signed the papers when they said that. So I will be watching it. Uh, again, that's an issue with the bank. And, you know, and I don't have any anticipation because, you know what, to be honest with you, if they did something like that, I have the ability to just pay off the loan and say, you know, forget you, go somewhere, you know, if I want to do that. Not everybody has that luxury, but that is not Camping World that's doing that. It could be an error in the bank, okay? Anyway, it's so quick to blame people uh, that I find it kind of disgusting that that. So my experience with Camping World, and there's a lot of negative, and again, I think a lot of times if you taking look in the mirror you're gonna see why you had that experience now when you talk about the camping world drops the ball on service again not all employees there's there's good employees there's bad employees there's good managers and there's bad managers um, I have managed companies uh, I have always been in a management role since I was 17 years old and I started my first electrical contracting business um, you treat people how you want to be treated. Um, I know how a manager is supposed to treat his customers, uh, and not every manager, not every GM is the same. Uh, if I was running all the camping worlds, uh, or if I was running a local dealership, uh, uh, things might be run different than some other ones run it, Okay. Um, uh, so, uh, and then I watched a video that talked about a Mr. X who was a disgruntled salesperson. And all of his facts were extremely off-skew, okay? They were not based on the research that I saw. That's just a disgruntled employee, okay? Are all employees treated sometimes less than they want to be treated? Absolutely. We all work in corporations and there are people who are disgruntled. I get it. I get it. Usually it's because they think they should be treated much differently than they are treated based on what they see when they realize that usually they're the squeaky wheel and they're getting most of the attention and that's not uh, productive in their advancement or positive things. However, I have read stories where Marcus Leonis has taken care of his people, has rewarded his salespeople. Uh, Again, they're salespeople. They're trying to sell. They're not doing anything that any car dealer wouldn't do or anybody else wouldn't do. So again... All I can say is, if you're in the market for an RV and you happen to find a good price at camping world, do not let the crap you read online sway you otherwise. Uh, Do your due diligence. Go in there with the ammunition that you're not going to play games. This is fair. They're fair people. Go in there and say this is what I'm playing and be ready to walk away. Don't be emotionally invested in it. Understand that it's a luxury item. You don't need it. Okay, so anyway, my experience. Kudos to Camping World of Sherman, Texas. Hopefully, everything you know, you're taking care of my baby that's in there, uh, and that everything goes good. Um, and uh, I just hate when so much negative out there. You know what? The reason that Camping World holding stock may drop is because you have people out there that are vindictive and they target these things, and it it really can affect. The, the ability for a company to, to have its mission and is to provide a service to people. Um, I got a great deal on my travel trailer. Um, I am pleased with it. I haven't, haven't gone out camping in it once. Could the, could the refrigerator fail? Certainly. Could the slide fail? Absolutely. Could the electrical system fail? Well, yeah, but I'll fix that. I'm, a, I'm an electrical guy. But could something happen to it? Absolutely. Is it necessarily Camping World's issue? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Things do happen. Is it the RV manufacturers' issue? Right. Is Camping World sometimes the middleman between the two? Absolutely. Absolutely. Will they sometimes have to get in uh, in between this to make something resolve something? Absolutely. Could it take time sometimes to resolve issues? Absolutely. Um, every dealership is different. Every employee is different. They have thousands of employees. There are good ones. There are bad ones. There are good managers. There are bad managers. Okay. Another thing I read on there where something was said about the dealerships wouldn't be updating or or, or remodeling or repairing or doing things like that. Again, I'm not sure I can understand that either because the camping world of Sherman, Texas is undergoing a remodeling right now. I mean, I was down there. I did notice that, that at Marcus, y'all are not lo- using the MC cable in the, in the ceiling that, that's manufactured by the company I work for. Shame on you. You should be using Encore wire products. But at the end of the day, um, they are remodeling it, changing this, their service center, changing their, their, their way their back room is. I mean, I saw remodeling taking place. I didn't see nothing stopped or halted or, or whatnot. Um, so, you know, I don't sometimes people breed into this stuff and they spread it and it's like a virus. Um, would it be a shame to see Camping World Holdings go into bankruptcy? Absolutely. Uh, my thing is, if they went into bankruptcy, hopefully at some point they could emerge from it and be a stronger company again uh, because I'm rooting for them. I root for all companies uh, that are in this business. I, I'm, in, I'm American, I'm into capitalism. I believe in the the growth. I believe that people should be able to make a profit. I believe that people need to do people right. And to uh, to my experience, I received nothing but good experience so far. Now, could that turn south? Absolutely. But as of right now, everything that I read online is farthest from the truth. We'll see how this goes down the road. But look, I'm going to be positive about my experience. I'm telling people out there that... It seems that people are spreading the rumors now about the service plan. If they go bankrupt, you need to cancel your plan right now. Cancel it right now. Get your money back. And I'm sitting there going, you know what? All of these policies, go online and search them all. Then go look at their ratings. Then go look at the Better Business Bureau. Then go on and look at customer complaints. All of them have complaints. All of them have issues. Okay? Not every service plan is going to cover everything. That's why it's got exclusions. There's different types of them, okay? There's a list exclusion, and there's a, a, a overall exclusion, and a bunch of different types, and you need to read it. Uh, and if you look at it and you say, oh, well, crap, I thought this was covered. It's not, and you want to go on a hissy fit, shame on you. You should have read it, okay? Be willing to dish out of your pocket, okay? It's a luxury item. So, anyway, that's my experience. Uh, again, kudos to so far, Camping World of Sherman, Texas. Um, we we are pleased with your service. Thank you, Billy. Uh, thank you, Tom. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Justin, who is taking care of our baby right now. Uh, and um, hopefully, uh, you know that experience is positive as it moves forward. Uh, but I, I will also remind you of the easy service plans. You'll notice that the administrator of this plan for the Good Sam's is United Service Protection Corp. right, that's the administrator. That's not Good Sam's. You'll also notice the insurance provider that's associated with United Service Protection Corp is not Good Sam's, okay? You'll also notice that, right? So it's important that you understand that they're simply selling a profit. They're, They're using their name on a product, no different than they're using Coleman on a Dutchman camper, as it is a private branding for Camping World. It's still a Dutchman. It's still produced by Thor Manufacturing. It's still produced in Indiana. Nothing's different, okay? So, at the end of the day, stop being haters, man. I know you've had bad experiences. I get it. And don't blame the entire corporation for the failings of a local dealership. Step up and make a change. Contact the corporate. Work with them. Uh, but if you come off nasty up front, it's just not going to turn well for you. I'm just saying. So anyway, that's my experience with it. Uh, and it's a little offbeat. It wasn't my electrical stuff. So uh, hopefully you got something out of it. Till next time, folks. Stay safe. God bless. Every day, the future's getting closer. Every day, the future's looking bright.